0: Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today.
1: On this vote, the yeas are 311, the nays are 114, with two recorded as present. Two-thirds voting in the affirmative. The resolution is adopted and a motion to reconsider is laid upon the table. The clerk will notify the governor of the state of New York of the action of the House. Under Clause 5D of Rule 20, the chair announces to the House that in light of the expulsion of the gentleman from New York, Mr. Santos, the whole number of the House is now 434.
0: And just like that, George Santos has been expelled from the U.S. House of Representatives. And there are plenty of people... Who voted against this? 112 Republicans, two Democrats. And two Democrats voted present. And a total of eight members, five Republicans and three Democrats, did not vote. Because there was an argument that maybe this isn't the thing we're supposed to be doing. Maybe there is a an issue here regarding this is what the people voted for. Who are we to take away their vote. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. What's going on, everybody? 833 got Tony. 833 468 8669. 833 got Tony. That's the number. Feel free. Call in. Love to talk to you. Uh, there's a great argument in this. And so, uh, while, while I have stated that Congressman, former Congressman Santos, is going to get expelled, this is a guy who is a fraud. This is a guy who lied to raise money. This is a guy who utilized campaign funds for his own personal use. There were many reasons to expel him. And I would argue that the House should indeed have that capability. There's a really unique argument to the idea of, yeah, he's terrible, so what? There, there, there's an argument to that yeah, he's terrible, so what? Or, yeah, he's terrible, but we can't do anything about it. That is for the people of his district uh, to decide. There is something worthwhile in that, and I know that uh, in, in the state of Indiana, uh, Congresswoman Victoria Sparks of the 5th District, uh, Jim Banks, of the Indiana third. They were like, I'm not, no, I, I'm not voting to expel this guy. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how awful. There's, there's, there's just, I, I think Jim Banks called him a scumbag. Like, like I, there's no love loss. It's about whether or not it should happen. Uh, Thomas Massey voted against uh, the, the expulsion. So on this subject there's there is an interesting thing at play here. But I I would argue that the house has the right to some level of self-regulation. The people have the right to have their elected uh, official. And now how do we how do we balance these two things? Well, I guess that if I'm asked if I'm pressed, I got to side with the people voted and that's the end of it. I'll always side with the people voted and they could vote somebody out. Because I would argue that if we're going to engage in expulsion of people who are liars and frauds, you have to expel Adam Schiff and you have to, because of his connection to a Chinese spy, expel Eric Swalwell. And because she's a Jew-hating bigot who provides aid and comfort to Hamas, you have to expel Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar. I I make these statements without any bit of hesitation. I argue that these things are fundamental. And to the idea of providing aid and comfort to the enemy, I don't think the argument would work. Well, uh, the, constituents, uh, the constituents voted for them. So, you know, what are we supposed to do? Aid and comfort to the enemy. And I believe that supporting Hamas as uh, Rashida Tlaib has done is exactly that. I would say it's totally fine to expel her. The House has to be able to, in its moments, control itself but there's something very strong about the argument. Very strong about the argument, and it's the one that I fall to. And you realize as these two things are in conflict, you find okay. Now we're talking about carve-outs. Now we're talking about exceptions. The standard is the people vote for somebody. That's the standard. The exception is we'll maybe list them. And I do not know if being a fraudulent lowlife is enough. But as I've always discussed it, this was written on the wind. They were going to expel George Santos. So now, as you heard the Speaker of the House say, informing the governor of New York, there's going to be a special election. So that is going to get scheduled within the next 10 days. And then the election will take place sometime between 70 to 80 days after that. So that's going to put us in, in what? March? Because it's, it's December 1st. Yeah, it's going to put us... At the end of March, beginning of April, so now I ask the following question: Are we going to see this election matter as a bellwether? or is this going to get lost in a in a sea of Super Tuesday nonsense and, and, and um, uh, primary candidate candidate issues? If the Republicans are running all these people and Democrats are only running Joe Biden, is there a level of coattails that comes with with, with this that could happen in New York? And this is uh, the the New York third. This is Long Island. uh, And this is a much more Republican place. So the odds that Republicans could keep the seat, very, very good. Now, if you ask yourself, are they going to be competing for an endorsement? Do they want it from Trump? Do they want it from DeSantis? Do they want it from Haley? They would want it from Trump or Haley. I don't think anybody's going to be asking for a DeSantis endorsement. But DeSantis had the big debate, had the big debate with Gavin Newsom. I have got that breakdown coming up. And as we have been discussing, every single conversation we have had about Israel and Hamas, dead on. And everybody's starting to come around. I'm Tony Katz. This is Tony Katz today.
2: It's true. Our world is ine- unequal and divided. As we see in this region, conflicts are causing immense suffering and intense emotion. We just had the news that the bombs are sounding again in Gaza. And climate chaos is fanning the flames of injustice. Global heating is busting budgets, ballooning food prices, appending energy markets, and feeding a cost of living crisis. But climate action can flip the switch. Climate action
0: can stop Hamas from being a bunch of terrorists who want dead Jews? Tell me more. Tell me more about how if I light a candle instead of turn on a light bulb, I could stop Hamas from wanting Jews dead. Tell me more about how if I just go carbon neutral, I can stop Hamas from raping women and killing babies. Tell me more about how that works. I'm right here, Mr. Guterres. That is uh, the Secretary General of the United Nations, who wants you to know... That all things are possible through climate action. We can flip the switch. <laughs> we can, or something. Holy hell. By the way, do you notice he said that the bombs are, are dropping again? That's because Hamas broke the ceasefire. You had three Israelis killed, three Israelis killed in Jerusalem yesterday and today the bombing has continued as the head of Hamas told us October 7th was just a warning so what are you doing back to normal are you do you not understand that this is about you over at the New York Post they understand Tony Katz Tony Katz today what's going on everybody 833-468 Eight six, six, nine, eight, three three. Got Tony's the number. You still want to cease fire, do you? How, how do you think this is going to work? Go on and sell me the idea of ceasefire, and I will explain how you want Hamas to win. because that's where we're at. The people who are calling for ceasefire at this moment are calling for Hamas to win and for Israel to be destroyed. Hamas said, we want more ceasefire. We want more truce. We want more this. And then they broke it. They did this because it's never, ever been about a ceasefire, ever. But the piece over at the New York Post goes to a conversation we've been having. And, and the reason we have had this conversation is because we are more prepared to handle things honestly than others. Others take things emotionally. And, uh, and uh, nearly irrationally. And they want things to be in some level of dumbed down um, methodology to move forward an ideology. Not us. We want to understand the world in which we live. We want to understand how we can make it better. And sometimes that does not happen all at once. Sometimes it happens piecemeal, bit by bit. But when it came to Hamas' attack on Israel, first we were disgusted. And then on day two, we said, You understand what this means, don't you? You understand what this means. This is not about Hamas attacking Israel, wanting to destroy Israel. That's in their charter. This has been the story, this has been the mantra for, for decades now. But take a look at all the Hamas supporters on college campuses. Take a look at all the Hamas supporters uh, that are the, the professors, who are the, the administrators, who are total cowards. Did you see this? from What was it, Brown University? Did you see the president of Brown University was dealing with these pro-Hamas uh, hecklers? And so the president, uh, Christina Paxson is her name, it's a vigil honoring a Palestinian student and was so frightened and was so, uh, if you will, flummoxed that she scrubbed all mentions of Jews and support uh, of Israel uh, and, and, and uh, everything else from her talk. She, she eliminated the comments because the Palestinian students, and they weren't all Palestinian, were heckling her because what happens is that we're not dealing with people who want to engage rationally. They want to engage violently. And that's why they go after trying to stop the Christmas tree lighting in New York. Uh, That's why they uh, assembled uh, near the White House, engaging in graffiti and the destruction of property, getting arrested uh, by police. Uh, That's why uh, they block bridges, and more will come. Because as we know, Hamas may want Israel destroyed, but the objection the, the, the objective is the ending of Western civilization. This from the New York Post, Bob McManus. Bob McManus also does work with the City Journal and City journal is fantastic. When you take a look. At how uh, these uh, pro-Hamas protesters are, are are acting and reacting. The people who were totally fine with the rape of women, with the mutilation and the burning alive of children, with the kidnapping of children. Cheering this on, calling Hamas freedom fighters while they march in the United States screaming from the river to the sea. The women engaged in these marches where if they lived under the rule of Hamas, they would have already been raped or killed. Certainly not living some life where they're allowed to yell and scream like this. America's a pretty great place. The same people who not only will try and fight you if you're carrying an American flag, but actually tear down American flags from the streetlights. Is that a group of people that is looking to free, free Palestine? No. That's a group of people looking to eliminate Western culture and Western civilization. Thank goodness. There are. There are Christians. Who recognize this. That this does not stop with Israel's disintegration and that has become a little more of a serious topic because it's very obvious that the Biden administration has abandoned Israel and has decided to take the side of Hamas they have bent the knee to the Hamas squad that is the Democratic Party you've got Antony Blinken telling Israel you can't operate in southern Gaza the way you did in the north by the way that's a quote. It continues, there are 2 million Palestinians there. You need to evacuate fewer people from their homes, be more accurate in the attacks, not hit UN facilities, and ensure that there are enough protected areas for civilians. And if not, then not to attack where there is a civilian population. Translation of that? Hamas uses citizens as human shields. Oh well, tough to be you. I guess you're just going to have to learn how to deal with it. I guess you're just going to have to figure it out. Oh, yeah, oh, they're going to kill you. They're going to kill you, but you can't fight back because we'll get angry. The United States is telling Israel to take it. When Israel says we are going to dismantle Hamas even if it takes months, Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, says, I don't think you have the credit for that. Hamas wins. Hamas gets to survive because the United States has no interest in backing an ally being attacked by a terrorist organization hell-bent on its destruction that already murdered 1,200-plus people. You think... The, that they're going to stand up to these pro Hamas crowds here in the US? You don't think that this is the way you eliminate Western civilization because Israel is part of Western civilization? I think one can make that argument. I would certainly like to hear that, hear people discuss it. Of course, you are at risk, and your kids are at risk. Your future is at risk. And that risk is not in the is, is not down the road 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. It's right now. Happening before your eyes. You watched a terrorist attack take place. You watched the political left blame the uh, the people who got attacked, blaming the victim. And then you saw the pressure campaign to have a friend of the victim say to them, maybe your skirt shouldn't have been so short. Now, go back out there and don't you tempt those people again. That's what we watched. That's what we're watching. And that's what we will continue to see. Uh, so first, uh, let's talk about how important elections are. <laughs> Uh, Locally, statewide, federally, let's talk about how important elections are. Let's talk about how important it is to ensure that elections are safe and that whatever the bloody hell is going on with white lung syndrome, we don't get to mail-in balloting again. Oh, I'll talk about white lung syndrome. Don't you worry. And you'll see people over this weekend, Monday, it'll be a big thing. We need to move to mail-in balloting. There are so many viruses and things going on. It's just not safe. Masks for everybody. Sound the alarm. As a methodology for trying to steal elections. I mean, it, it, it worked once. Well, they didn't steal the election. Okay. All right. Yeah, everything was on the up and up. People have a weird time with that one, by the way. Trump lost but not everything was on the up and up. Well, he lost because not everything was on the up and up. That's that's the the continuing our argument. What I know is uh Trump isn't president. That's what I know. Western civilization is at risk because we have leadership that isn't willing to stand up for it they are willing to allow the pro-terrorist groups to control the streets and to control the narrative amongst the leftist press, which is what they call the mainstream press. Only your your, uh, people on video, only your radio hosts, were the only people having any level of rational conversation. And thank goodness, where liberal Jews are failing miserably and trying to get their head around this, Christians understand. I'm Tony Katz.
2: position that we have from the modern left, including in California, is that they will take your tax dollars and they will fund abortion all the way to the moment of birth. He's wrong when he says the later terms are all because of this. Eighty eight percent past 15 weeks are, in fact, elective uh, from from the Florida data. He doesn't keep data there. But that is really extreme to take your tax dollars uh, and to do this. All the way up uh, to the moment of birth. He didn't answer your question about any type of protections at all uh, for a baby that has a beating heart, that can feel pain, that is viable.
1: Let me, let, me, let me. But he. Hold on. Respectfully, this is a, a, an important conversation. Will you or will you not support you, you a national? Answer Sean. Why didn't you? Why will didn't you? you answer or will you question? not support a national support? ban if why? it lands on your desk? You couldn't answer that in any other context. Okay, it tonight. Simple, we're moving yes, on yes, no, to the way, next issue. Hey, no, Sean, not a you next issue. You never gave a The America people should know this. I'll answer it for Ron DeSantis. Can't answer it. He will sign that extreme. Okay. Let me move on. Man, American people should know that. I'm calling this. So that's
0: just some of what happened in the debate last night between Ron DeSantis and Gavin Newsom. Ron DeSantis, of course, Republican, uh, presidential candidate, governor of Florida. Uh, You've got Gavin Newsom, Democrat, governor of California, and potentially presidential candidate if the Democrats decide to replace Biden at the convention, might replace him with Gavin Newsom. Don't ask how they're going to replace him, uh, Joe Biden, with a white guy and, and step over Kamala Harris oh, I've got theories on what might happen and I don't think people should just think that it's it's Gavin Newsom only and then there's a whole other thing with Gavin Newsom that I'll get to. First, the debate itself. Debate is good. Debate is worthwhile. People who are in elected leadership, people who have a mind, we should want to hear what they have to say and we should want to debate what is being said. Very important things. So the idea of this debate, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Let us have even more of these. Let's have more conversations. Let's have more debates. Let's have more exchanges of ideas. The problem is, while there were opportunities, this debate was not an exchange of ideas.
2: I can tell you this. I would not go to China and grovel in front of Xi uh, like Gavin Newsom did. He says China's a partner uh, on climate change. China's adding two new coal plants every year. China's laughing uh, at us with what they're doing. So, yes, they're the number one threat we face. And we need to take it seriously. And Joe Biden is
1: not doing that. It's just, this is just a reminder uh, You know, I think it's a question some people are probably asking. I know Nikki Haley's campaign is asking, when are you going to drop out and at least give Nikki Haley a shot to take down Donald Trump in this nomination? She laid you out. Please. You're a walking hypocrite. You're you a walking you wish. hypocrite what about on the issue of China. This is I'm the guy a... <laughs> that was looking for direct foreign trade from China, was doing trade shows. That is Open false. Up an That's already
2: been debunked. Absolutely you talk about true. The, liberal you are checkers, aggressive at... the liberal fact checkers. Even the liberal fact checkers did Donald Trump that, himself
1: so. today called Please. you Red Ron for Please. a reason because of your complete hypocrisy. All right, we're almost so out this. of Again, time. Talking a big. Now, there's
0: two things at play here. First... Gavin Newsom cleaned up San Francisco for the arrival of Xi Jinping. He admitted it. They cleaned it up. I mean, Ron DeSantis did address it in the debate.
1: Well, I'm looking at total time.
2: Governor DeSantis, yeah, look, about this, two minutes. This, 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 this is a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And you see how almost the whole thing is covered because that is what has happened in one of the previous greatest cities this country's ever had. Human feces is now a a fact of life, except when a communist dictator comes to town. Then they cleaned up the streets. They lined the streets with Chinese flags. They didn't put American flags there. They cleaned everything up. So they're willing to do it for a communist dictator, but they're not willing to do it for their own which is absolutely correct
0: and and um without question that's gavin newsom and there is no response to that other than what should be humiliation and pain and shame what does he say trump called you red ron first of all who gives a damn what that's that's not a thing Again, that's not even conversation. What is the name calling matter? If we're going to have a debate, it should be about the subject, which is why is it that the people of San Francisco suffer, but when a communist leader comes to town, all of a sudden they've got a clean city again. What's happening here? What are the principles that allow for this? This should be our conversation. That wasn't the conversation. Were there zingers? Were there one liners? Were there some moments? Yes. Without question, there were some moments. Like, for example, the conversation about books in libraries.
1: Some of the books you're talking about, one is called, the governor just brought it up, it's called Gender Queer, a memoir, explicit pornographic book showing sex acts. Another, Flamer, graphic book about young boys performing sex acts at summer camp. Uh, This book is Gay, a book containing instructions on the ins and outs of gay sexuality. Let me finish. Uh, Let's talk about it, a book that contains graphic descriptions about how to masturbate for males and females. My question to you, Governor Newsom. Those books, do you believe that's appropriate for school districts to teach kids? Yes or no? Not, come on. Those are not. It's not part of the curriculum. They're not Excuse teaching. Me, those kids. Are, that, that, that not, those are books that were Look, in school. Hold on. Hold on. The bottom line is you are on a book banning binge your state. 1,406 books, 3,362 in this country. You didn't answer. What about need, those no, books? That's <laughs> not. We don't provide for K through third grade education, that kind of curriculum, it's just made up. These guys make it up. It's part of this cultural purge. Should it it's be just you, a made what grade up what grade would it be what acceptable? I find? But what I find oh, offensive, Sean and Ron, what I find offensive is the a very significant number of these books happen to be LGBTQ books. A significant number of these books. happen to be African-Americans. Do you think it's, appropriate do you think I it's honestly. A, governor, I told do you, you think it's we appropriate don't teach in school? that. We don't teach that. We have sex education in middle schools and high schools where it's appropriate. This is a ginned up, made up issue to divide this country. You talk about dividing this country. This is part of the culture war, the weaponization of grievance.
0: This is what the left has wrought and can't believe that the right is pushing back on. You'll note that Gavin Newsom changed the subject. Because the question was, are these books appropriate for children? And Gavin Newsom said, this is not our curriculum. Nobody asked that. Nobody asked that. And for that alone, Gavin Newsom should be dismissed regarding this debate. Now, who won, who lost? Honestly, you you take a look at social media. Whoever it is, they like won. And whoever it is, they didn't like lost. And every now and then, you've got an outlier. and, And who knows? What matters is how it plays out. Will uh, uh, Ron DeSantis pick up some some points, steal them from Nikki Haley? Will people start saying, you know, Gavin Newsom's the guy to replace Joe Biden? Well, I I can argue with you that um, Gavin Newsom lost because he said so, and I'll get to that in, in a little bit. But let's go back to this book thing. You understand that no books have been banned in the United States, and everyone who says otherwise is lying. Now, uh, if you want to fight me on this one, argue, discuss, engage, 833-468-8669, 833-GOT-TONY. Let me say it again. For every public school library, for every elementary school, middle school, high school library, for every administrator, everybody everywhere, there is not a single book that has been banned. There are some books that have been taken out of the elementary school library. If you cannot, on an intellectual level, accept the clear difference between the two things, that a book that in talks about and, ex- and shows, graphically shows sex acts, might not be for third graders. If you can accept that that book isn't banned, it just isn't available to the third grader. The level of unserious you are as a person cannot properly be understood. You shouldn't be allowed to operate heavy machinery. And I would only ask if you do us all a favor and not procreate, because the last thing we need is more doofuses like you. We're not going to agree to disagree. It's not a banned book. The musician Pink uh, uh, at her concerts. Oh, look! We're gonna have on display all the banned books. You can get a banned book here. If you can display, breathe, Tony. Breathe. Don't. Don't. If you have a heart attack on air, Tony, people are gonna be very upset. If, if, if you can display, breathe. If you can display a banned book and hand out copies of a banned book, that book isn't banned, you freak. You're just wrong. And people... they they buy into this look at the book banning there are no books that have been banned but if you think a a 4th grader should be able to take a look via cartoon at explicit sexuality like fisting you're a freak who shouldn't be allowed children let's put your name on a list and you think that us being involved in that conversation is a culture war you better damn well believe it is. Because the culture you want to create sucks. Oh, did you hear that voice crack? Oh, it would have been so much better if I didn't voice crack. Oh, my gosh. What was that? Oh, so disappointing. Because I was going to hit it. I was going to hit it with succinctly. Chef's kiss. And then I do the voice crack like I'm an extra on Doogie Hauser. Oh, that's super disappointing. I'll try it later. I'll see if I can get to it. There are no banned books. It's a lie from Gavin Newsom. And Gavin Newsom was proud to lie. Gavin Newsom was overjoyed to lie about it. Part, this much can be said. Um, Ron DeSantis is a terrible campaigner. This seems obvious. As a doer, in terms of uh, success, in terms of results, uh, uh, I like, I like quite a bit. But Gavin Newsom is lying to you while he's smiling to you, and there's 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 not even a there's not even a hint of shame. And as you watch some of these clips, I think we have it. I don't know. Do we have it at Tonycats.com, Sarah? Is that where you have it, or do you have it on our Rumble page? Hold huh, on. I'm checking Tonycats.com. I think, I think we've got it there because we, we have a list of the uh, we have a, a a video of the highlights of the debate. If if you didn't if you didn't see it, uh, we we've got it. We'll make sure it's up at Tonycats.com. He's smiling while he's lying and I will admit I think that is a touch off-putting. And when I say off-putting, I mean oh my god. I he he's 4 seconds away of trying from trying to sell me a mutual fund or amway like it's it's just right there. But there's a lot of lying. We need a debate that where people honestly discuss whether these books should be in the hands of kids that's a debate that is a discussion let somebody defend that but no there is no conversation about that or at least there there wasn't from gavin newsom it was so you're banning books but there's no book being banned and then it gets followed up with like Well, you see, your problem, Ron, is that you're just a bully.
1: I mean, here's a guy who's criminalizing teachers, criminalizing doctors, criminalizing librarians, and criminalizing women that seek their reproductive care. You're making it harder to vote. You're banning books. I mean, spare me this notion of freedom. Ask the folks at Disney about freedom and free enterprise. Ask the folks at the Special Olympics that you threatened to find with 27 because they were discriminating
2: against the athletes. Who goes who wanted after those Special athletes to be when out it comes of there. to Kids the of
1: Down syndrome? Ron, of home that is wrong. That's being a liberal
2: this, bully. Yeah. That's being a
1: bully. Really? They had Down syndrome and you wanted to Special discriminate Olympians? against them? 27 million dollars. They were discriminating against special because they were discriminating against the athletes. The they wanted to marginalize the athletes, right. and
2: you wanted the athletes <laughs> marginalized. That was wrong, what you did. These are kids with Down By syndrome way, that just wanted to compete. I grew up and working with special, of the kids. special kids. I've been working with special Olympics all my life. You wanted them to be. You wanted them to be ostracized. You I'm threatened t- to to Special Olympics from Florida. She got to participate because we stood up for her.
0: That's a lot of overlapping talk. Can't get anything done that way. Can't get anything moved that way. And admittedly, um, Gavin Newsom walked into the buzzsaw. There is something you can say from this debate that should be noted. Ron DeSantis came prepared. And Ron DeSantis, with Rolodex-type skill, can get to the point can get to his story, can get to his, 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 his bullets, his bullet points. Very, very quickly, very, very well done. He has gotten much, much better at that. But that right there is not debate. That's just two guys in suits yelling at each other. That's all it was. That's all it was. So this could have been better, and I would want better. But we should be clear about something. There was a winner and a loser in this debate. Because Gavin Newsom has told us so. That story is coming up. This is Tony Katz Today. Sandra Day O'Connor, the first woman to serve on the Supreme Court... Dead at the age of ninety-three, Tony Katz. Tony Katz. Uh, today, that just breaking in the past few hours. Um, it, it's it's been a it's been a week. It has been a week of some very large people in American life uh, passing away, complications of dementia, according to the Supreme Court. Uh, a, a, a story. Uh, To be told, for sure. Find everything at TonyKatz.com. Certainly all the best to her family. This is Tony Katz Today.